right, we're back. Listen to the Rims and Nets podcast. Host Rob Morris. Just, just got wrapped in the first segment with uh, my special guest for the week, Cliff Julian. Um, shout out to him. He also has a podcast as well. Um, you can check him out on SoundCloud. Uh, it's called Art of Realness. Where they get into a variety of different things. Um, different aspects of life and all that. So check his podcast out. Um, I definitely approve it. I checked out a few episodes and I, I, I like what I heard. So check his podcast out. But we're going to get into... Uh, we haven't talked about high school in a, in a while. We're going to get into that. We'll be we'll high school into college in the AAU circuit. So the Peach Jam just wrapped up just recently. So we're going to get into that. Um, mainly as far as like just talking about the BABC team and the Elite Expressions team. Expressions Elite. I, I keep on mixing it up, Elite Expressions, but it's, it's called Expressions Elite. So we're going to get into that as well, um, how they finished. Um, BABC didn't qualify for the Peach Jam. So um, basically it was a it was like a round robin. They each team played five games, and whoever had the best records qualified for the semifinals and the quarterfinals, and eventually the finals. So, uh, as far as like in a local spin of it, um, BABC didn't qualify, so we can't really get into them. But but Expressions Elite did um, qualify. They finished two and three, so they didn't qualify for the semis. But I mean, there's a, they have a lot of talent all around that really shined. Um, but like I said, going back to uh, BABC's team, Matt Cross is, is an elite guy that's on their team. He's getting a lot of attention from uh, big schools, man. I mean, he's getting a lot of attention from uh, South Carolina, Butler, Indiana. I mean, he's, he was really good, and I think he was averaging close to 20 a game all, all summer long. Um, the the last recession, so he's gonna really make his name out there, you know, coming into his senior year. So he's gonna he's definitely gonna get a ton of attention. I think he's approaching a four star um uh grade right now. So on according to two four seven sports, so I mean, not much to talk about with the ABC. So. We'll probably get into more into expressions of lead. Obviously, top players so far I've, that have really caught my eye. Checked out a, um, a few clips on YouTube and whatnot. Um, elite expressions um, leaders probably Terrence Clark. Terrence Clark is probably the, the lead guy. He's got a ton of attention. He's only he's only a junior. Like he was a sophomore this past year, but he's Coming into his junior year, he's got two more years of eligibility left before he goes to college, and he's getting a lot of love. Um, he's close to like a five-star recruit, which he is a five-star recruit, according to Two Four Seven Sports. Um, his numbers were really, um, like his like his scoring was ridiculous in the first part of the session, but uh, he tampered down a bit in the Peach Jam, only averaged about. Close to four and a half a game and three point eight rebounds a game. 
and also added two assists per game. So he's somewhat well-rounded, but I, what makes him such an elite prospect is his athleticism. Like, he is probably one of the elite athletes in the entire country, which is, like, you don't really say that about Massachusetts prospects. They don't – they're not – I wouldn't say they really can get strong. I mean, I mean, you've seen a few in the past. I'll, you got into in the last podcast in the past talking about past Massachusetts prospects. Nerlens Noel is probably one of them that really is like one that you could say like had elite athleticism, had all the intangibles or or really just all the standards of a high caliber prospect coming out of Massachusetts. But yeah, Terrence Clark is from Boston Mass. Right now he's going to prep school right now, so if you do, you have to find out where he plays. Uh, I believe he plays in the same school as Jalen Laquell that just got drafted. So I think, yeah, Bruce goes to Brewster Academy. So, yeah, check him out. I believe that's in New Hampshire. So, the kid is a stud. I mean, he's killing it out there with his athleticism, dunking on everybody, just, just act, absolutely just attacking the rim. That's pretty much his game. He's got to work on his shooting. His shooting is definitely – can, can have a lot to desire. He was only one for one for twenty two. One of the stats that I checked out. He's only one for twenty two. So he's got to improve on his shooting. But other than that, I mean, he's just an elite athlete that can get to the rim at will. He's getting a lot of attention from a lot of different schools. Mainly the two big ones that obviously that you want you dream to play for if you're a young player of his caliber. Pretty much split between those two, as far as like they're both um, giving him a lot of attention, and he wants to possibly play for one of those two schools. So it's going to come down to those two schools. I mean, there's a lot of other schools that are in play as well, but those two definitely stick out as probably his, his main choices. So he'll probably make a decision sometime soon. We'll have to uh, get uh, keep an eye on that. I'll let you know firsthand when he does make his decision because he's probably one of the better recruits that's come out of Boston in a long, long time. Probably knows Noel is probably the last guy to come out of Boston that had this much hype. I mean, he's he's a stud, unbelievable player, and uh, probably another guy that I thought was really good um, these past five games is DeAndre DeAndre Dominguez. Like I said, he averages, he's averaging about four, close to 14 a game, probably like 13.8, 13.9 a game, and he has 3.5 rebounds. So he's a little slim. He's got to gain a little weight, but he's 6'8", close to 200 pounds. Um, he projects to be a power forward in college, So and he plays more like a power forward. So like I said, he's got a lot of skills, can handle the ball a little bit, doesn't have the – I wouldn't say he has elite athleticism, but it's it's adequate athleticism for his size. That's why he projects more, more of a power forward than a small forward. So if he can kind of fill out his body more, maybe get to like 215, 220, he'll definitely be a really, really good high – he definitely would be a, a guy that you might have to watch out for for the NBA. I mean, he is a three-star recruit right now coming out of high school. He'll be entering his senior year this year. So 
we'll have to see how he does. He plays for uh, Woodstock Academy, another prep school. So we'll have to watch him, see how he does. But he's had a great summer, just tearing it up out there with his um with his ability to stretch the floor as well. So he's also a pretty good jump shooter. I thought he shot pretty well, 10 28, close to 36, 35%. So, I mean, not bad. Not bad at all for him, for DeAndre Dominguez. As far as the probably the last guy I could say was somewhat of a standout was uh, uh, Bensley Joseph. Um, this kid is he's definitely he's definitely a, uh, he's, been, he's been a riser. Uh, he's definitely improved over the past you know the past month. It all started with uh, the tournament started with. You know, mid mid May, so springtime. So they've been playing uh, this tournament for a good while, and I thought he's really gotten better over the month. I would say he's one of my most improved players in the whole tournament, and he's got a lot of skills, man. Uh, he's from Arlington, Massachusetts. Uh, right now, he's attending Cushion Academy in Jackson, Massachusetts. He'll be entering his junior year, just like Terrence Clark, very young. Still got a lot of um, time to really tap into his potential. Um, he did have a 24-point game, so that tells you that he can he can definitely boom and and definitely become a scorer. He did average 11, 11 and a half per game um, throughout the 13 games played. So played pretty well. I mean, I would say he's like the third or fourth leading scorer on the team. Six one. He um, is listed as one sixty five, but I, I checked the check out the footage from him, and he looks a little bit bigger than that. He looks like he's about maybe one seventy five, one eighty. That range, like he he looks like in his lower body, his lower body's a little filled out. Maybe his upper body can be a little bit a uh, little bit bit slimmer than what his lower body is. But he is a compact body, and six one. I don't know if he's six one, but. He's around the six foot range, but he's definitely has elite quickness. Um, get by a lot of people, and like I said, he he could he could shoot. His shooting is okay; it's not great, but he's mainly a guy that can get in the lane at will. Um, very very high level court vision, very high level court vision for him, and. Very crafty with the ball and he's an adequate finisher. Like he definitely has a lot of um, good um, gathers that he can go to. Like he, he has a very strong D Wade, um, like Euro step windmill Euro step that he goes to consistently and at will at times. And like I say, he can he's very good addition the ball off to the bigs. Very like I said, very good court vision. He averages about close to seven assists per game in 13 games. So he's been really good all around in, in that aspect. He's a decent rebounder. He has like two like two rebounds a game. So that's like I said, that's another another guy to look out for throughout the year because he's definitely had a huge summer. So far his offers have been, um, yeah, he's had local offers in Bryant, UMass, URI. But Iowa's been probably the biggest one he's gotten. That's in the Big Ten, so we'll have to see. I mean, a lot of uh, 
sites are leaning towards him going to Iowa. But we'll have to see. Hopefully he lands on a local school, UMass or Bryant. Ideally for me, I'm a BC fan, so I'd love for BC to get so many local guys, but it hasn't happened over the years. I know they can get prospects outside of Massachusetts, but it hasn't happened for them. So obviously the academic standards are through the roof to get into BC, but but obviously, yeah, the offers are definitely piling up for him. He's definitely gotten a lot of attention this summer with his play. So that's another guy to look out for as well. And then also I've been keeping an eye on, um, even though this is not in the region, I know it's a New York team, but um, a guy I've been trying to look, trying to keep a close eye on is Nate Taver that plays for plays in uh, Winter, Connecticut. He plays for the, uh, Sacred Heart. I believe that's not – I don't know if that's a prep school, but it's a – Pretty strong basketball school in Connecticut. It's not Putnam or any big prep school like that. So he's gonna be playing against most, um, like the he's gonna be playing in the high school ranks that are um, that are mostly the public high school. Ranks. So we'll have to, we'll have to see how he does with that. Um, wasn't spectacular so far in the summer. Only averaged eight point eight eight point eight points a game. And close to four rebounds a game. So nothing really too spectacular from him. His team was loaded. His team, um, I believe they finished, I don't know exactly where they finished, but they did finish, you know, very high in the last, in the last things. I think semifinals, I believe. So, but also you can check that, uh, check out all the results. We're going to get into all that today, just mainly just getting, trying to like deep dive into prospects today that are locally so if you want to check all the results out you can check um uh, d1circuit.com which is the nike website which pretty much covers the nike IBL beach jam tournament so check that out um i I don't have all the final results for the championship but yeah it was like i said it was each team played five games and, and each team um was qualified to get into the semifinals and quarterfinals and then eventually to the finals of the championship. So you can check all those results out on d1circuit.com, which is a Nike website. So, yeah, so, I mean, like, I was checking on Nate Taver, and, like I said, nothing spectacular for him. So we'll have to see. I think he's going to dominate either way because, like I said, he's not, he's not on a prep school, technically. So... He should dominate in Connecticut, but um, we all know Connecticut is a is somewhat of the more talented schools. I mean, state uh, areas, excuse me, probably the most talented in the state is definitely um, Connecticut or in the region. So either way, I still think he's going to dominate. He's projected as a four star on two four seven sports. Technically. That ranking was basically projected before um, before this tournament. So I mean, either way, I don't think it's going to go down. I think he'll, I mean, it's going to stay where it's at. And like I said, he played on a loaded team. He played on an extremely loaded team, a New York team at that. We all know New York basketball is up there with like 
best of the best, like Texas, Florida, and whatnot, and California. So play on a team like that, and obviously just to have the respect to even play on a New York team, New England, Connecticut, says a lot. You could you could have easily been on a uh, Massachusetts AAU team, but he chose to go on a New York team to challenge himself. So that that should blow well for him during this year because he should definitely, without a doubt, dominate this entire year. People have him high, so we're going to keep an eye on him, see how he does. And then another guy that was very underrated that probably not a lot of people are going to talk about is um, Onetsch Cheeks. So that's one guy that I won't get into it that much, but I really liked him a lot. I liked his toughness, um, his driving ability, A1 in the lane as well as anybody out there on that team. So check him out as well. Um, doesn't have a ranking yet, but he's, he's, he's definitely going to be someone to look out for. He's also from Providence. DeAndre Dominguez and him are both from Providence of Ireland. Erickson Bonds was okay, but like I said, you're playing with a really high caliber competition. But Erickson Bonds, I expect him to have a good year as well. He's from um, Providence as well. He's High school. So those are, you know, a few notes that I was able to track on those prospects for the Peach Jam, and they weren't able to go that far, you know, as well as those other more dominant teams. I believe if, I, if I'm – I looked at the score. I didn't really focus in on the score like that. But uh, if, my guess is that Team Why Not was able to win it all. So – Props to them for winning that that tournament, but that's obviously a, definitely a steep tournament that really, really, really can pinpoint all the young talent. Because it also has other, um, other levels as well. As this is the under seventeen, so it's mostly juniors and sophomores that play in this tournament. So you have an under sixteen, you have an under fifteen as well. So these are the best of the best. And obviously, these guys are going to be looked at hard from, you know, a lot of different schools. And they all, you know, put put themselves in, in a good spot coming into the upcoming year because they all have to play in probably another, at least another year of high school before they move on to the next level in college. So that was uh, that, that was that. got into this for a pretty long time, so I'll probably maybe um, get into uh, the next episode. We'll, we'll, we'll wrap this up. It's gonna, like, I I had a lot of shows that were that went on for a long time, and you, I just wanted to wrap that up, because we haven't really talked about high school as much, and like I said, next month we're going to get into it more try to preview the season because it's definitely a dry period for NBA as the agency is wrapped up. Um, Summer League just wrapped up last week, so it's definitely getting to that dry period where there's not much to talk about. Definitely trade rumors spinning around. I heard, I just seen today that Bradley Beal is, is, is an option for the Miami Heat. So they, if Miami Heat can get Bradley Beal, that would, be, that would definitely be 
put themselves right up there in the top teams that me and Cliff mentioned earlier in the show. But, yeah, so we'll wrap this up to, uh, this week. You listen to the Rims and Nest podcast, episode 15. Um, it's your host, Rob Morris. I'm out. Peace.